0: welcome back to the focus target
1: podcast i'm your host smiley with me as always Cheryl and van good morning or i should say good afternoon gentlemen
0: good afternoon yeah, up, it's, homie. It's,
1: it's we used to record in the mornings no longer now it is now it is a tuesday afternoon it is the 30th of june year of our lord 2020 and we are on episode 50 we have done this 50 times um maybe even more uh, i guess there might have been some podcasts that never made the light of day due to technical difficulties but we're kind of we're considering this one 50 this is going to be 50 officially so uh it's the semi-centennial podcast uh, so congratulations for sticking with it this long i hope uh our listeners out there have enjoyed 50 episodes worth of smiley shy and van um i don't know why you would but some somebody must like us, the three of us must like us, because we're still doing it. So um, to celebrate our 50th anniversary, we're going to do a, a small segment just on kind of uh, the origins of the podcast and uh, some of our favorite moments and, and episodes and things like that. Um, And we're also gonna try, as we always do, sometimes successfully, sometimes not, to leave some room for the disc and the drive discussion. Uh, But before we get to that, we do have a question of the day. And our question of the day today uh, is a callback to last episode, which was all about TV and television and shows that we liked. And so one of the things that we didn't get a chance to discuss last week was, um, what is a TV show that you've always wanted to watch, but have never actually gotten around? To watching, and so um, I'm going to start with Van. What's what's a show that you've that may, maybe you've always kind of heard about or, or thought about, but just never had the time.
2: So or I don't know how whatever, how impetus. well known this is, but this is certainly one that I've always wanted to watch and never got around to, which is ridiculous because I have access to it right now if I want to. But Band of Brothers. It was a mini series oh, yeah, on I've HBO. Yeah. everybody says how amazing it is and every time i tell people i have not seen it those who have seen it say the first thing you should do when you get home is to watch it and It's a miniseries so it's from what i understand it's only like six or eight episodes something like that so it's not going to be like a huge time sink so i'm hoping to get through that and then report back to you all how awesome it was and how it was it's an old one too i think it's like a decade old yeah
1: that, that was from like the early aughts i think yeah if I, if I remember correctly
0: wasn't that i feel like that was was that hbo yeah, or, I, yeah, that was one of the first big production shows yes. i feel like as well like everybody was talking about it when it came out just how well shot it was and cool
1: all right uh i'm gonna turn it over to shy shy what about you
0: there are many television shows i would like to see i think as i was talking about the other day like watching shows is very much a community experience for me so um you know um yeah um, but the one that popped my mind as I was preparing for this episode was uh, it's an Amazon Prime show, actually. So I also have access to it. And it's, I might actually watch the first episode tonight because thinking about it, I was like, why have I not started the show? But it's a show called The Boys. I don't know if you guys have seen anything about <laughs> I, this. I've um, heard of it, yeah. But basically, it's a show about um, what would happen if superheroes were like basically abusing the superpowers they were and and just really just like narcissistic like the super the superheroes in this were in, in basically modern america or the modern so it's similar to our world it's our like kind so like of
1: basically like iron man without
0: his few redeeming qualities yeah it's like before he basically before he <laughs> yeah, yeah. turned and even that worse some semblance but of like morality. but they don't yeah. care if like bystanders die they don't mind if they use their powers just to basically do whatever they want and so basically then you have a group of vigilantes who are rising up just kind of the everymen who are trying to like fight back against these like supers basically crazy. because they're sick of them just like killing people or like you know just destroying property. And I
1: definitely had heard of that kind of around the time when when like Infinity War was coming out and stuff like I heard a lot of buzz about that show and that it was like I've heard it's really good and really really entertaining so.
0: I think there's a sequel coming out like or season two I guess you could say so.
1: You'll have to you'll have to let
2: me know. Uh, you'll
0: have to report back as well. Same
2: What's What's up?: Batman saying about living long enough to become the villain. Yeah, or you like either that. die the hero or
0: live long enough to see yourself become the villain.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. Quality. So
0: right, I, I
2: feel as a parent.
0: <laughs>
2: Very nice. Smiley knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, it, I, you know it's 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 boy that that would make an interesting podcast. There's a lot uh there's a lot there to unpack. Yeah. Oh my god,
2: we should do a parenting podcast. That would be oh, awesome. I was ask even... all the questions <laughs> in the world.
1: I wasn't even going into parenting I was just saying just in general how you know how easy it is to become disenchanted with something that you're passionate about and to be worn down by stupid people and you know toxic people around you and and, uh, maybe bad situations to where you go from like just a very passionate upbeat person about something to a to really burnt out angry individual like I've seen happen a lot in a lot of cases there's a lot there we may have to revisit that one um to answer the question for myself uh there's there's quite a few because um as i mentioned last time i don't i didn't historically watch a lot of tv so i have a a long backlog and like i've been sitting here and i was like man i feel like i'm forgetting a show that i really wanted to watch and i can't think of it but um but there's probably just there's so many but um one that i'll mention uh is that you mentioned, I think, last time, Shine it was uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which I've seen a couple episodes of here and there, um, but I haven't actually watched all the way through it, and I feel like it's the kind of show that would be enjoyable to do that. Um, and uh, I also would be remiss if I didn't bring up a, uh, Smiley's correction corner from last week. Um, it was brought to my attention that in the episode, in, in the shows that I brought up that that I watched, I didn't bring up Parks and Recreation, mm. which is a fantastic show and is was really one of the formative shows of my relationship <laughs> with my wife. We watched that series together very early in our. In our dating relationship and it really kind of bonded we kind of bonded over it being such an amazing show um so like the fact that i didn't bring that up i think uh got me a little hot water and and even that aside it certainly is deserving um because that show was fantastic
2: i've watched everything but like the last four episodes of that show it's Typical amazing feet,
0: right <laughs> Amazing. It was pretty much chris pratt's launching pad right yes i believe so
2: he, yeah from what i understand he wasn't even supposed to be on the second season no, he, but like he was, the fans he, adored him so much they just kept riding exactly him into the right. into you can the see it it's, if
1: you watch the first oh God, season so good it's, it, yeah it's he's it's like it's, it's like guest starring or something like yep. he's, he's listed in the credits as a guest yep. and then in the second season he's a full-time cast member And they like
2: yeah. position through the story they position his exit but then yeah they oh yeah absolutely they don't pull the trigger on that and right then, they yeah. well,
1: you can almost see like there's an episode. I think it's like right. the fourth episode <laughs> where he like turns around. Like in the first three, yeah. he's like a total douche, yeah. and then like in the fourth one, he's like, oh, like I'm gonna show some redeeming qualities and actually kind of be cool. And like you could just see that they they tur- totally changed the script to get him to stay. Because yeah, you could see him
2: moving a certain direction. <laughs> he's so <laughs> he's such a good character throughout the whole series too. Really oh, it's so good. Yeah. That,
1: that's, that, we could do a whole episode on parks and recs and it would also be deserving of that. But uh, if you have a answer for the question of the day, our fair listeners, what's a show that you've always wanted to watch that uh, that you've never gotten around to? Um, you know, we'd love to know. Let us drop us a line. We'll have our contact information at the end of the show. So let's talk about episode 50 in the podcast. We'll get a little bit meta here. Um, we had decided as a group to talk about the origins of the podcast But um, as I was thinking about it throughout the week, I really have a hard time remembering what the origins of the podcast were. It was so long ago. And you say it's only 50 episodes, but of course, we took a nice break in the middle of about like two and a half years. And um, then additionally, you know, in the previously we were doing episodes, maybe like, I don't know, every what two weeks. And a lot of times that didn't always work out. So it ended up being three weeks or four weeks or, you know, one thing or another. So despite only being 50 episodes, I I feel like the last 10 or 12 have gone, have all come together. Whereas the others kind of stretch, stretch back in time across like a decade. So help me remember, like, I don't even remember, like, why did we even start this? Like, whose idea was this? Who's to blame for this?
2: Probably Z. I think
0: oh, he's, he's usually <laughs> a friend <laughs> of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: He's usually to blame for all these things. Like, hey, guys, I want to do a podcast. And then we all start talking about it. And he just exits from the conversation. Uh, and then we end up going forward with things. Well, it's did, it's we, do, he, he, he did we do
0: we do a first, the first episode? One, he? Yeah, I think the four of us did a first episode. Oh, my gosh.
2: So check this out. For our audience, we have literally 33 pages of episode notes in this working Google, living Google Doc. That's true. Like, just to show people the prep, although some of them are a little bit more in-depth than others that goes into this. But the first episode was the Phantom content, and we're talking about the DLC dilemma. (laughs) (laughs) Like, AAA release models, basically how it is now, and how they... Kind of something that we... I want to say we talked about when we launched 2.0, Focus Target podcast. But season passes how are they final thoughts and wrap-ups so
1: you know that's something i want to bring up and maybe we'll get to it maybe you guys i'll, I'll prep you guys for it we'll tease it a little bit because um, you may need to go back and look um but we, we're going to talk about maybe our favorite moments and, and 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 episodes and things i'd also like to maybe talk about favorite podcast titles because I definitely have one, uh, and some the, I just I think some of the podcast titles are really well written, and uh, we have we can credit Shy for that. He's always been our our podcast title creator, and uh, some of them are just I think so, right?
0: No, How I think fun? it used to be more How collaborative. Was- now we don't oh. really have titles. I just do season whatever episode whatever. So <laughs> maybe we should go back to the titles. But I think we used to like agree on the title. We'd kind of have like a, oh maybe like, you're right like kind of either while we were planning we'd be like what about this as a title, and then we'd all kind of sit ball and come up so here our third episode just to kind of put a, t- a time
2: stamp on things was an e3 recap of fallout 4 <laughs> um <laughs> halo 5 battlefront 3 battlefront 3 oh probably battlefront 1 but i think it was before unknown, they changed yeah, it was before they it. changed
1: the title and re retconned their series
2: yeah yeah so, and then Sony was st- still ha- still just barely debuted Horizon Zero Dawn, No Man's Sky. Oh my gosh! Okay, so yeah, that timestamps kind of where we were. So Final Fantasy
0: VII remake back then. <laughs> 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 it was like six years ago that they announced uh, it, and it just came out. That's crazy. Uh, well, they, the they definitely put their time mix. in that
1: game. That game yeah. pretty much lived up though. Like fifteen, um,
0: right? Oh no, was it was it fifteen that originally was the thirteen versus yes um, that's correct yeah that was like a 12 so, year game in development
2: i don't remember how the origin of it happened i don't know if it happened in person i don't i don't know if it was just discussion
0: over <laughs> over whatsapp but no, i do I think, know yeah go ahead <clears throat> we, we had to do with 14 we were all playing okay. 14 at the time because if you remember target. i do remember where the name came from focus yeah. Target. yeah because we were you know in 14 there was the con the the um, concept of focus targeting where you could target something but you could also focus target like and see who that that monster or boss was targeting at the same time under ey and that's where we got the name so I think yeah. we were all playing 14 at the time I don't know why we picked that name but apparently we thought that was funny I think yeah, I, I think it was
1: just probably had to do with like that we're we're focused like what's our focus target what are we focused on it, it kind of made made sense for an informative podcast that we were trying to be uh, and still had a subtle reference to a to a Final fantasy game you know like I don't know
2: that that's a good discussion they're talking about the origin of the name like i'm sure nobody's heard that before we haven't talked about it before like how did the name come to be and yeah, well, and yeah so that, and was, that, that was good that's revelation it. that's how yeah. it was yeah I, I see i remember it a little differently i remember it being after we stopped playing 14 together or maybe you two were still playing but i wasn't necessarily because uh, one I distinctive characteristic out, really. i remember about this podcast was the fact that it reunited us and that was mm. what i loved about it and then and like that's why it was so much fun and i was so about doing it because of that reason. Because I wasn't playing 14 with you guys, but I still wanted to like hang and chill and whatever. And this was like that opportunity to do so. So I do remember that. So unless, unless maybe that was like a later episode where we kept going, but I, I feel like that was my drive to to do the the, the podcast.
1: I don't have a timestamp for my Final Fantasy 14 career. To be to be honest, I don't think it was that long, and
0: I, it definitely came and went. I do know in our episode four show notes, our I think maybe our first disc in the drive, it does say under all three of us, Final Fantasy Fourteen. But it may that may all that may refer to uh, the fact that we all played the game, not that uh, we were currently playing. I don't think so. It's no, it's a disc in the drive. So yeah.
2: that that means we're playing it. We're also playing, coincidentally enough, right below <laughs> that is Planet Side Two.
1: History <laughs> repeats itself. Well, I'm no. not going back to fourteen, I tell you guys that much. Don't even ask. Mm. Um interesting what you're probably you're probably getting it a little mixed up we probably did start while we were playing 14 together yeah but you probably quit 14 and and maybe I, I definitely think the podcast as well had a couple stops and starts from you know gaps in between episodes and so that may have been something that got us going together again once uh once you'd quit 14 and and was like hey we could still do the podcast you know a way to a way to stay stay connected
2: so, all right so I was playing Project Cars, and I didn't play that game for long. I only played it for a few months. That game came out May 6, 2015, and that's on episode four. So we started middle of of 2015, it seems like. Like either middle or or early. So like March, April of 2015. So that was a year and a half before my first daughter was born. And I do remember that. Oh, my gosh. Now it's all coming back. I remember our first episode. I remember exactly where I was. I remember exactly where, where were I you? I was in my old house previous to, to purchasing this one upstairs in front. Of, I mean, it's not going to make any sense to you guys. I just, oh. I, I, I could describe my. I thought, <laughs> I thought it was kind
1: of like a, it kinda like, like there's something memorable. I was like, Oh, actually yeah. I was actually on my laptop at the hospital because. <laughs> no. I, don't know. I was
2: in my old office at my old house. Yeah. I remember exactly that first episode.
1: All right. Well, let's, unless you upset. guys have anything more to reminisce about for the origins, I'd say let's transfer to some of our favorites you know, noteworthy things. What do you remember from the podcast? Uh, Maybe I'll start with this one. probably because it's a little bit of a cop-out answer but you know when i think about like what my favorite episode has been it's actually a little bit of piece of a lot of them it's it's the disc in the drive segment and the the disc in the drive full episodes that we do because um, i really enjoy getting to talk about the games that i'm playing because i feel like i don't have that much opportunity to do it Um, my wife is a wonderful listener and she will listen to me if i want to talk about the games i'm playing but like I feel bad boring her, <laughs> you know, about talking about stuff that she generally doesn't care about or, or, or you know, isn't that invested in. And I also love listening to you guys and hear about what you're playing, hear about games that maybe I haven't played or don't have the time to play, but could still kind of experience vicariously. There's certainly been a number of games that I've ended up playing or purchasing because of hearing you guys talking about them. So, uh, so I would say it's not necessarily a specific episode but it's really that disc in the drive segment and that's why i'm always so sad when we don't uh, we don't quite
2: make it to them so many times sometimes uh, it costs you a little bit of money though too like
1: well you know, animal crossing that's right but it may not have paid.
2: happened unless we that's did true. that's a, we a great example
1: podcast. it's a great example but you know i don't regret i don't regret those purchases you know if, if i get some use out of a game i generally don't regret it what i regret are like probably like the dozen or so games i have on steam that i bought during a steam sale and they have like 30 minutes logged to them and like i pro and i don't even really have that much of a desire to go back and play them like that's just money that i just kind of flushed and that's that's a shame like i think i've gotten my money out of animal crossing at least and my wife certainly has so that's been uh that's been worthwhile
0: all right van we could probably throw it back at you and say you probably be playing shop titans if not for this podcast uh yeah I spent spent, money on that. I'm a freaking Oh, that's right.
1: That's right. You sure did. I forgot about that. (laughs)
0: Bastards.
1: (laughs) Oh my goodness. Um, all right. Well, um, the, I guess if I have to give a real, a real answer, I would, I would say the philosophy episode that we just did. I thought that was really cool. Talking about the nature of reality. That that's another thing I don't get to talk about that much, but, um, let's go to shy shy. What you got? An episode that stands out to you as, uh, you know, being exceptionally memorable.
0: Yeah, I think and for me it's not it's not so much based on content it's more about the environment. And so I think my favorite episode was actually the end of our first <clears throat> season when we did the uh video episode up at uh up at Smiley's for his wedding. Yes. Um, and I think that was just a lot of fun. Like I mean, it's cool now like you know cuz we never did video at all. I think it's actually been, I think since we've started doing video, um, and being able to each other's reactions, it's actually been pretty cool um, and kind of mimic that to a certain extent, but definitely being in the room together, um, was just a ton of fun and podcasting together. I think it would be, you know, if we all lived closer and we could get together and podcast together regularly, that'd be awesome. But, um, it's funny
2: cause I think when we first started, although it was only like 2015, like doing a video conference like this wasn't real simple. Like there were ways to do it, but we would have just had to jump through quite a few hoops um and all that fun stuff so it's just a testament to number one how long the podcast has been going and then two of course advancements in technology like
1: yeah um, how, how much things have changed even since we started the podcast
2: did we have we been using well so we're not even using discord anymore what were we
0: using before? Did we like start up events we or anything like that? We were using Discord, I think. We're, okay, I'd, I'd, from the very beginning, I'd, I'd like found I a so. plugin that would record in Discord, and we were doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of the big issues with the video conferencing five years ago was it wasn't easy to to record video. Like you could Skype, yeah. but I don't think it wasn't easy to record Skype. You had to have, you know, we figure out some complicated method to actually record that video. And now with like Zoom, it's so easy just to record natively in the application. So yeah that was gonna it's be my favorite one. one too was uh, the um
2: the one we did in person the but up. there's some i'm going you started talking about the titles and like i we got to bring back the titles because some of these are so good like there was one we were talking about virtual reality headsets and they're like oh it's in the headset <laughs> <It was>
1: in.
0: <laughs> we do need to do that
1: my my favorite title by far was uh in the name of the Father, the Son, and the DPS when we were talking about the Holy Trinity of, uh, of oh, character man. classes. That was great. Uh, I don't, that still tickles my funny bone.
0: It is It is funny to go back and look at the things we picked as like a whole episode topic. Like episode 12, <laughs> we spent a whole episode talking about Star Wars Battlefront. Like we were – well – and i don't know whether it was before it came out or
1: after but like yeah we were all very excited for that game we all had such great memories of battlefront 2 and yeah like battlefront 2 was such an awesome game we all love star wars and then i think the dissatisfaction that came from the game's actual release. I even remember that like the night, the midnight release when it came out, we all posted pictures of the game strapped into a seatbelt in our car, because we custom, all went, which, which is, is customary, customary, but like yeah, we customary. all picked that up on release. And
0: do you remember how long and, that patch took? Like sitting uh, there, like oh my that, God. that, 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 that like dumb hour. little gameplay loop yeah. where you were like in the hangar fighting like, yeah. as Vader oh God, or something. Yeah. Like, like you that do. six minute thing yeah, <laughs>
2: that you could do escape the hangar or whatever it was oh my god that was so bad yeah um so (laughs) one of my other favorite episodes um since i can't do the one that we talked about in person, or in addition to the one we talked about in person, was the April Fool's one, where I think Shy and I got to try our hand <laughs> at, at hosting for once. Yeah, <laughs> and failed miserably. At least I did. I don't know about Shy. Shy does everything awesomely, so I don't, I don't remember any failures. <laughs> when I did, podcast, didn't I do a Mad Lib?
0: Than... Didn't I do a custom Wow Mad Lib oh or whatever? God, they yes, just like released so a new expansion,
1: and like that was a fun episode. We were really into Mad Libs for a while. That was really a thing. That's in that's my family man. The my son. family's still into
2: Mad Libs. <laughs> and the dps that is a good name it's a very solid name
1: all right anything else to reminisce on gentlemen or should we actually give the disc and the drive the credit it deserves today
2: yeah let's do it let's jump in it i think um we've given our audience some nuggets of the origin of um, our name and episodes and all that fun stuff. So unless must be Actually, real. I mean,
1: it's only 50 episodes. Like when we get to a hundred, maybe we'll do a whole podcast on some uh, kind of self congratulation. But I mean, 50 is not that big of a deal.
2: So I got one more question. We'll do, we'll do a lightning round. So why do you still podcast?
1: Why do Smiley. I still podcast? Um, uh, it's probably mostly what you said. It's, it's a great way to keep up with you guys. And, and most it kind of goes back to what i said um with my disc in the drive discussion i just i genuinely enjoy hearing like what you guys are playing and what you guys think on a lot of these topics and i think that's why it's so enjoyable and i look forward to the podcast because like it's like i'm interested to hear what you have to say and get your perspectives on things and, and and learn things a lot of times i actually learn things from the podcast um uh which i think is cool so i'd say that's why i do it
2: yeah so side quest. it's
1: not it's not the paycheck i tell you that much if- <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. it's not the effort i have to put in <laughs> um if you had an opportunity between doing this podcast once a week or playing D with all of us once a week well, i guess it's not a real well, question D&D
0: D for D for D for an hour
2: yeah, i'd probably just right. rather do well the podcast. no no i don't
0: think time constraints i think i think that's a good question like time constraints aside like it was mutually exclusive either do a dnd session whatever length or this podcast
1: Hmm i'd probably say i'd probably say the podcast because I, I i don't know if i could look my wife in the face if i told her i was giving up the pot oh, sorry no more podcasts we're gonna go play dungeons it. and dragons together in the but basement. we're gonna record it you do you, you want to play, play with us honey <laughs> Uh, i can't imagine that conversation and now we're gonna have it because she listens to the podcast i think so. i
2: think the answer is self-evident right because if we really wanted to play D D, we would literally just we use this make the one time. time exactly yeah, yeah. to do that instead of the podcast so i i thought of that as it was coming out of my mouth i was like this is kind of a non-question actually. it's a good question though good right, question
1: let's shy didn't get to answer the original one so let's let's pass it over to him
0: it's all about the money, baby. Yeah, Unlike Smiley, buddy. I'll take whatever I can get. Even the invisible stuff. So, so um, wait, far wait, from... wait.
2: You're paid? Wait, is he getting paid? You guys are getting paid? <laughs> what? Uh,
1: yeah, so far we have zero sponsors. If you're interested in sponsoring this podcast, we may or may not be willing to sell out depending on what your product is. Like, I'm not going to support, like, Raid Shadow Legends or if something. If
0: you are EA,
2: like
1: I'm done with no that. No, thank yeah. you.
2: Yeah. <laughs> if you're Xbox, you're probably not even listening anymore. <laughs> <laughs> if
1: you're an Xbox, you're probably filing litigation against me for slander. So,
2: please don't do that either. We don't need that. We, we don't make any money off this podcast. Um, yeah, so you're not going to get much. As of right now.
1: I'd boost Xbox on here for a paycheck. I would.
0: You're such a poor. oh dear man i I, didn't, I never thought those words would come out of somebody's mouth listen
1: xbox Sell is not out. right xbox is not right for me it doesn't mean it's not right for somebody else Oh
0: wow okay um i would say that the main reason i continue to do the podcast is just keeping in touch with you guys i don't know that uh, we're not really all playing games together right now shop so um shop titans very loose loose affiliation um, <laughs> um but i think this is really the the channel for us to kind of keep in touch, and so yeah. Um, yeah even so, I th- I feel like I feel like we're playing
2: shop tie ins more <laughs> at the same time as opposed to together. Sure, like, there's yeah, there togetherness is. to it, right? Because we do we do chat every is. once in a while, and yeah, we do have like common things that we're trying to achieve for the betterment of our group. But we're not we're not on chat. We're not hanging out. Right. We're not doing stuff like that.
1: That's that's fair.
0: Yeah. How about All you, right. Van?
1: Yeah, what what uh, answering your own question?
2: Because you guys will get mad at me if I don't.
1: That's right. I will come to your house. I know, well, I don't know where you live anymore. You moved.
2: Yes. So you're safe yes, from me for now. Right.
1: <laughs> no, I'll same see, thing. Also, um, I'm not awesome. flying in the curtains. It's, awesome,
2: <laughs> it's an awesome reprieve. I get to learn about new things. And I really did enjoy that philosophy episode too. And I hope that we can get that get that going even more so.
1: Yeah, I'll come back. Um, I'll come back around.
2: Yeah. Plus, I'm hoping to one day announce that that Half-Life Three is coming in the podcast, so that would. How many be, episodes are you expecting I've... to do? That's. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, well, I, I
1: think. Look, God bless you. I hope you're right. Another one of my favorite <laughs> things about the podcast
2: is literally those like ongoing jokes that have been like are so mature by now, and people are so tired of hearing about. And the,
1: yeah. <laughs> so the people who've been with loss long enough to understand them are tired of them. The
2: people who aren't don't know what we're talking about, and they're like. Uh, good stuff
1: all right anyway that's our segment let's move on to disc in the drive all right so disc in the drive segment let's get this started uh i'm gonna go first this time um the game i've been playing the most frequently uh lately is xenoblade chronicles 2 for the switch uh the reason for this is that's a game that i picked up quite a while ago and played quite a bit and i really enjoyed it um but i got it's a really massive game i've already put 100 hours plus on my save file and i was on chapter like 6 or something and but uh the xenoblade chronicles 1 remastered or definitive version or something um has just come out you know um on switch a couple days ago not a couple days now probably a couple weeks ago now but um that looks really good too but i feel like i ought to finish what i started before getting a sequel like i, I kind of feel like i don't need to be buying games if i've already got games that i haven't finished that i that i g- genuinely liked so um so i've gone back to that and i've really like i've pushed through to where i'm a lot closer to the end and now i'm kind of going through cleaning up side quests and and many you know it's, you know how those games are that like this game has a ton of optional content and and you know
2: you finished the main
1: storyline. Not quite yet. Not quite yet. Okay, um, but you're I'm
2: getting close. You know that you're there. So now you're going to go back, clean up loose ends, and then go right, forward. Okay, gotcha. Push forward. Yeah. What's um, the combat like in that game. It's
1: it's the closest thing I've ever found to Final Fantasy XI single player. Um, huh.
2: Yeah, it's actually like more than the gambit system in Twelve. Oh yes. yeah. Final Fantasy Twelve. Yeah,
1: yeah. Although that was similar. This game doesn't have any kind of gambit system, um, but. It does have like auto, like your character auto attacks, and then you can use skills, um, kind of that are on a cooldown, and it's just usually a fairly short cooldown. But it's the cooldown is actually based on <coughs> the number of auto attacks you do. As you auto attack, it builds your skills back up. They build at different rates. You can upgrade your skills to lower the cooldown timer, and you can also eat food that gives you like cooldown regen, if you will, so that your that your ability timers cooldown on time as well as auto attacks. But you can use your abilities, like if you time your abilities to like go off right after an auto attack, they gave a boost to like your special bar. You can use your special bar to use a special ability that is elementally charged. And then your other party members, you can interact your abilities with them to do like essentially skill chains like four chap step skill chains. And it's it's one of the more complex games I've ever played. Like it's got a huge learning curve. Our friend of the podcast, Tankin, told me when I was first getting it he had he had played it and enjoyed it. He said that he got to the very end and was kind of in the post game before he really understood how the combat worked and when i when i heard that i was like that is ridiculous (laughs) i don't like you you just must have skipped through a tutorial or something because that doesn't make any sense i get exactly what he means now though because it's one of those games that like you don't have to take full advantage of the combat system for most fights or for a lot of fights especially early in the game like you can just like it's kind of like a a fighting game in some ways where like you can just kind of button mash and and get through some stuff but like once you actually learn the really intricacies and get to it. It's like, it's pretty crazy, like what you can do, but it's very it's very enjoyable. And like, it's kind of got that open world. Like there's monsters that just kind of spawn and are out there, some aggro, some don't, some are higher level than you, some aren't. And there's times when you, like you farm them, like you used to in Final Fantasy 11, like you pull the monsters and like are, like fight them and kill them. And like, even enemies like right now, my characters are like level seventy something. Even when I'm fighting like characters that are like level forty, level fifty, like the fights still take like at least like thirty or forty seconds. Like, it's it's very reminiscent of Final Fantasy XI. And the monsters yeah. have enough life that like every fight is a is a fight. It's yeah. not like trash mobs that you hit them twice and they die and then you move on. <coughs> so, uh, the story has been it's been interesting. It's definitely got kind of that um, over dramatic anime quality to it which some people like and some people don't um you know it's uh it it it's got some fight scenes where like you know you charge people seem to be charging up big attacks and stuff and uh so it's kind of it's a little bit off the wall and it's definitely got a bit of a convoluted plot um as i think xeno games in general are known for uh, but overall it's very enjoyable i think the cast of characters is 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 really enjoyable and likable um and just there's so many systems like it's fun to upgrade the characters and upgrade your blades and, and like, like farming, like there's like basically like NMs in like every zone that you can farm that have like rare drops and stuff and give you an extra challenge. Like it's, it it is very reminiscent of final fantasy 11. Like it's, it's, it makes me think that somebody loved final fantasy 11 who made that game and took a lot of ideas from it because it feels very much like a single player like, like if I was making a single player Five as 11, it might be um, something like that. So, that's awesome. Anyway, yeah, it's really good. And I know de- I definitely recommend it.
2: Yeah, I know it was one of the first or one of the first games I saw Tankin playing when we became friends on the Switch. Of course, Tank and I were mm-hmm. friends prior to that, but just monitoring his activity on the Switch, like. Dude had like over 270 hours or something ridiculous. I'm like it was sure way did. out of
1: control. Like, and I, I'm not
2: doing it justice. He I, probably has more than that. If I go back, uh, wife is well, uh, on my switch right now. You guessed it, playing Animal Crossing. But mm-hmm. um, so I can't check. But yeah.
1: Well, I don't my last save file. I think this morning when I was playing was at like one, an hour 12, and like I'm sure I could get another 50, 60 hours. Of, like it's got New Game Plus. I haven't even touched New Game Plus yet. And then <laughs> there's like another like expansion to it that you can get that's like a prequel that i think is another 50 or 60 hours so there's certainly a lot of content for what you get um shy did you watch it bit at all because i know you've played xenoblade Chronicles too
0: yeah i mean i think what you, you've definitely done it justice in your uh your explanation i think i ended up putting about 60 to 70 hours in um, i think i was about where you were before you started doing all the additional stuff like i was near mm-hmm. the end and had kind of started diving into some of that additional stuff and i i think I totally agree with you about the combat system. I remember like, I and I thought I kind of had an idea of how the combat system worked. Like I was doing the chaining, I was doing the elemental affinity stuff. I was working on my blades. I felt really good about myself. And I remember I was starting to get to that point where I was near the end of the game. I was starting to hunt down like some of like the harder NMs and do some more stuff. And I remember that looking up this one, like it was like some kind of ice giant, um, this like giant monster in the ice area. And it's supposed to be pretty tough. And I was like, well, you know, I got this. Like I'm just going there and I'll, and it I'll, you know, might be a long fight, but I'll kick his butt. And like, just, he was just, destroying me and i was looking up strategies and like just the tactics people were using i was like i've never had to play this game this way like this <laughs> precisely or this like you know um it's like an alexander and, fight <clears throat> yeah there you go um well, remember i played that i did yeah. that fight much long much later than you guys did but uh yeah. um yeah i i think it was it was it was probably the best game on switch i played now that i mean i know a lot of games have come mm-hmm. out on switch since i've played you know on switch so they may not be saying much but uh, it's a
2: multi-platform release right it's not just available on the Switch? or Nintendo, is it only, Switch? Nintendo only. No um, way. Yeah. Really how does it right play? It. Like, So I guess I have two questions. One, yeah. how does it play handheld? And how do you guys just in general usually play your Switch? Do you play handheld or do you play projected on the big screen?
1: I'm 99% big screen. So I can't really speak to how it does on the handle. I think I've run it a couple times, but I think it's it's a little bit hard to see. Like the areas are very big and expansive, and a lot of times it's like there's just too much going on. Where like I mean, I think you can do it, but I'm just not one for the handheld. Like I have, I basically treat it as a normal console. The portability doesn't do as much for me
0: so I think I was like 50 50 when I had my switch of, mm. of handheld and big and big screen and I think it was a game that played really well handheld um, Good. I think I mean it didn't maybe play you didn't have the big screen maybe didn't have as much performance but honestly for a handheld RPG I think that was really one of the coolest things I thought about it was it was about the prettiest best playing handheld RPG I was like I figured that it ever been created <laughs> because it was on the switch um, so
2: I might have to get this game I mean you guys are you guys are speaking my language here. I Basically think just Final Fantasy eleven.
1: I think you'll find some things familiar with it. But yeah, it's it definitely is there is a learning curve and that's that's the thing the thing
2: so, like Yeah, there's a learning like, curve and I was intimidated with Tankens two hundred and seventy <laughs> plus hours. I'm like, do yeah. I need to do this to play to beat the game or not? Not and then be- our, another friend of the podcast, Allah, same thing. Like he played the crap out of that game two hundred plus hours. So I'm like, okay, the two people I know who play this game played two hundred plus hours. So, like
1: i will I will caveat one thing that that number for all of us is probably inflated because there's also so like to not go too deep into this because I know I've talked already so much of the time there's a system where like you collect these like blades that are your weapons but are also keno like blades as it were yeah. Yeah, as it were and um <laughs> well they're just called blades <laughs> but <yes>. names. <laughs> yeah um but like so like you like there's rare ones and then there's like normal ones right like the like common ones essentially there's kind of a there's kind of a, a gotcha mechanic to it um it's mm. not it's not like a you don't pay for it it's in the game it's in-game yeah. items that you use but um like generally, you can like you only have three blades equipped per character at one time, and that's also something you get to unlock through the story. Like you start with just one, and then you get two and and three, so you have a whole host of blades that you can't use in combat all the time. So they've got this like mercenary like it's kind of like a mini game where you send your blades out on these missions to gain. they give you like items and gold as rewards and gives you special key items and, you know, special rare stuff. And it also levels up those blades while you're not using them. So it's a way to passively kind of keep like maybe blades that you care about and want to have in rotation without actually using them in combat. And those are on real time cooldowns, but the cooldowns don't take, don't count down if you're not, on the game so there's definitely time spent where like it doesn't hurt you to leave the game on sometimes is what I'm saying so like I'm sure that both myself and the other people you've seen like have some of that time is time where they were just like okay I'm gonna go to the bathroom or I'm gonna go get dinner and let these three 45 minute quests take down so that they're done when I get back and then I can send them out for something new so that makes sense yes there's definitely some inflation
2: in that. yeah Roland Berry Bazaar got it
0: Right. I, would, and, I would also say like don't be intimidated by the time like you could it seems it's a game you could definitely beat in fifty to sixty hours but it's a so, game that where you okay. might start playing it and realize you want to do more in the game and I think that's see that's cool though I don't a lot of I don't want to dive
2: into too. a game where I have to play two hundred mm-hmm. to beat it. Like I want to be able yeah. to beat an in 60, but if the game's that amazing, like then of course I'll spend all the time there, I want. There is a yeah.
1: lot of lot lot of side quests yeah. and side <laughs> upgrade things you can do, and you can kind of do like it. Kind of depends how you want to do it. Like if you want to max out every one of your the rare blades, like that's probably a three to four hundred hour investment. Like I Dang. can't even imagine doing. Like I've I'm not even I've maxed out any of my blades. Like and the ones I'm close to is just a handful of the the total on the other hand like i've done so many side quests and, and side missions and unnecessary exploration that like if you were really just like i just want to get through the, the main story and see what happens because i'm interested in the plot it would be a lot quicker and the I've, one other thing i'll note like the side quest, a lot of the side quests are very involved mm-hmm. like they've tried to take a step away from the go kill 50 rabbits and come back and get your reward it's like there's you almost all these quests are multiple steps. It's like, okay, go kill 50 rabbits. Now come back. Now we got to do something else. Now we got to go talk to this person. Now he's got something for you. And so like the quests, like the side quests tend to be almost like feel more like main story line quests themselves because they're very in depth and very, you know, crazy. Anyway, um, that's enough for me. Let's, uh, let's pass it over to somebody else. I'm going to give it to uh van.
2: Hmm. Well, I don't want to bore everybody with Animal Crossing, because I could. We could talk about that for the next 48 hours. Uh, you can tell um, us about your fake art. Straight. Oh, God. Updates. No. I, I, all my art is legit. Yeah, right, I do right. not have fake art. What about the um, renovation
0: project? You haven't even teasing us about this renovation project. That's over the true. You have talked about it, haven't you, I? No, you've been like talking about. You've been like, this is how much money we're gonna do. This is the amount of oh time. My gosh, but you okay. haven't even told us. I think you have a lot probably to tell us about. Oh it. Yeah, boy! So we
2: um, we we basically tore the entire island because you could terraform once you start to get advanced enough into the game and so you can there's there's always three four layers to any single map right you have the ocean then you have the first level second level and third level and you can terraform all four of those levels to 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 any degree you, you terraform want the those ocean parameters. not the ocean but like the water level i was i was oh. using that as a plane so like uh i was gonna you say can you can't change, and you stuff can't like change the beach though you cannot change the beach. Okay, I was going to say, I didn't, I, I
1: didn't know if maybe we just hadn't unlocked that no, yet. No, no, so no. So I was but like, oh, that'd be cool. You
2: can't change the beach, and you can't change Got- your water inlet outlets. But right. everything else, you can you can modify okay. inside the island. Gotcha. So um, we took everything down to literally, like, the first floor and built the entire island from the ground up. And it took forever to do. And we're still in the process. So we're pretty solid on our terraforming now. We moved all of our villagers, and one thing that this game oh god one of the frustrations of this game is whenever you move a property you have to um you can only move one property at a time and it takes overnight for it to trigger the trigger is actually at 5 a.m so you make a request (laughs) yes and you have to pay for it too every single time you move something so just moving the 10 villagers sheenies in my house that's 12 the stores which there are two of and the museum um it took 15 days just to move all those things where we wanted now, here's the thing. If you're off by one square, you can't simply move it over one square. You have to move it out of the entire location oh, no. so that that area frees up so oh, that you can move it back into I the didn't right think spot. Think about that. No. So, there were a lot of frustrations oh, no. that we found, but we terraformed and moved all of our villagers up to a second level. So Sheena and I have this awesome castle on the top of the island. We're on the third tier, we made a nice little zen island in the middle with a river going around and all this awesome stuff. And then Sheena and I have our houses on both sides of the island. We joke often about building a wall down the middle and splitting our villagers in half. And then I control <laughs> this side of the island, she controls that the other side. Um, but so our castles are on top. Villagers are on the second floor. Um, in a perfectly straight line, all equidistant from one another with a nice, beautiful road and garden and, be- and fences and all this really cool stuff. And then right below that, that takes up about a third of the map. Right below that, the, the following two thirds is where we're going to start just developing like crazy. So we have the Nook shop there, which is like the shop. We have the, um, where you can just buy Taylor. random stuff. Yeah. Then we have the tailor um, for clothes and the museum and all that stuff is being put into positions. And now since everything's like, we're 90% done with regards to structure, now we actually get to play the game and Mm -hmm. design the island how we want. So we're able to throw things up, like Sheeny worked on the campsite. Oh, there was another building that needed to move to the campsite. Campsite. And bridges and all that stuff. Inclines. Inclines, yeah, bridges, which (laughs) this is even better, Shai. So an incline, you cannot move. You have to spend one day to deconstruct the incline and then the next day to reconstruct it somewhere else. So if you, you want to move incline? a bridge, so there's in- So remember how I talked about those three tiers? Yeah, yeah. So there's like no stairs, way to get up those basically. three tiers without, without either a ladder that you carry portably yeah. with you, yeah. or you can build an incline, which will allow you to just run up the ramp. All right, so cool. All right. Yeah, so now you can only have eight inclines at any given time on your island, which is another thing we learned. Oh, wow. So when you do want to move inclines, though, you can't just, like the houses where I say, hey, I don't want this incline to be here anymore. I want it to be over on the other side. You actually have to spend one whole day deconstructing and then an incline becomes available the next day for you to construct. So to move it takes 48 hours. So there were some frustrations, but um, yeah, we got through all of it and now we can finally start actually designing it. I have a lot of ideas. I want to do a seaside cafe. I just finished off my Zen Island. Like there's a lot of really cool stuff we're going to do. So hopefully we'll get that done over the next week or two. um, And then we can have people visit our islands. We've already had the pleasure of Sarah coming over often. Smiley doesn't ever come over. Um, Smiley doesn't really play that much. (laughs) (laughs) But to, to be fair, almost every time Sarah's come over to your island, I've
1: been there and been watching. I watch a lot more than I play. So, like, I usually am kind of paying attention to what she's up to. We've
2: been He's doing watching. A pretty big. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I've been <laughs> taking you guys on the, on the tour yet, and I know Sarah did some exploration. But, um, yeah, when we're all done, we're going to invite all of our friends over, and maybe we'll do some stargazing, take you all on the tour and, and do all that fun stuff. So, it will be cool.
0: Do, like, a Focus Target Cribs episode of your nice. animal, <laughs> animal Crossing Island. Animal Crossing
2: Cribs. Uh, like so, it. there's oh, some bonus just, content. That's what we're talking about, Shy. I'm very proud. I just finished my money forest. So, mm. in this game, if you – there's spur- certain things you could dig up. Um, specific type of holes that glow brightly and you can dig them up. And if you bury money bags in that hole that you digged up or dug up, you can actually grow a money tree. So, and one of those pops up about once a day. So I did a whole forest. So I have like 25 trees uh, all like loaded with money bags that my daughter just loves to harvest. So I don't have to have them anymore. I have to replant them. <laughs> <laughs> so that's finally done. And I, I put a border around it so nobody can get in.
0: One day you're going to go into your yard and your daughter's going to be looking at one of your trees and she'll be like, daddy, when is the, the money axe. bag up here? Yeah. Or you're going to tell her, she's going to ask for something. You'll be like, what, how are you going to Why pay for don't that? Money doesn't grow on trees. And she's going to be
1: like, hell it doesn't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why don't you go out and plant some, dad? Come on. I'm <laughs> being blocking. lazy. Yeah.
0: I'll
1: go get the shovel. Let's go plant some.
0: Um, can well, we talk? Uh, oh, no. oh, go ahead. I wanted to just dig into your creative process for a minute. Because obviously you and Sini had to plan this out. With just how yeah. long it's taken, like, did you guys like diagram this out? Did you guys we use did. Like, Play-Doh or Legos? So or, we, like, used a, um, we used the we used the
2: third party um, tool on the computer, which was Island Designer. So that because when oh gosh, when it, trying to do it in game would take forever, right? But on the computer, we were able to zoom out to the whole island, so we can kind of see it in its entirety. And then we had to measure literally the island. We did some some cartography where we had to measure our, our usable distance by digging holes every two spots oh in the gosh. island, count how many mm-hmm. pixels or how many points of, of modifications we can do, divided by how many points of modifications and replicated that on the computer, and then did our drawing nice. and everything on the computer. Once we had that, then we had to replicate what we had there into the game and make sure that our measurements were correct and everything. It, it was pretty freaking tech a few nights, dude. It, it would have been something to, to watch. It was, it was fun.
1: That's awesome. So Sarah and I have started on our re- reconstruction project of our island as well. Um, and we did a lot of the similar things, but we didn't use anything nearly as newfangled. I took a piece of paper and drew it just like van you and I did when we made our <laughs> Minecraft castle way back in the day, just like a rough sketch of the island. I was like, well, here's the stuff in the middle and here's where the shop is and whatever. And we kind of planned it out that way. And then when we were doing the spacing, instead of digging holes, we actually used flowers. We, nice, like, smart. we wanted to have like three house, three spaces between each house so we put the first house yeah. down then sarah planted three flowers and then we knew like where the next one was gonna yeah. go so all we, i use same used exact a, thing but just we used holes. a
2: flower measuring system I did, <laughs> yeah i used the whole <laughs> measuring system whole <laughs> space whole space whole space okay cool every hole is is uh, uh quantifiable right. by two two four six eight spaces yeah
0: Smiley. I'm a little disappointed you didn't use a Google sheet, a Google spreadsheet, or a, you know an Excel spreadsheet Excel to diagram spreadsheet. out. I could have.
1: You know? I could have. But yeah, I mean, I'm. Sometimes it's just like, you know, just sketch something out, and it was good enough. You know, good enough for government work, as they say. Um, <laughs> and this was government work, really. It was the the the, the, the city planner municipality for of sure. Animal Crossing of Honey yeah. Island.
2: I wonder if while um, applying for jobs, I can say I have city planning experience. There
1: you go. I actually completely designed a whole functioning city, oversaw all renovations, uh, you yep. know.
2: Implementation, I was a project manager from yeah. inception to completion, and we've well, had raving your... ratings. I'm, I'm rated 429, I'm, I'm my, star, my island has a four star rating. <laughs> what more do you want from me? You know, uh, put my, it on the resume. You could go say I
0: make it. money grow on trees, potentially. Yeah, right. <laughs> or me <laughs> all right shy what are you playing these days um well i'm gonna go kind of boring um i uh i am still playing war of the Visions, a uh, game that i've talked about uh several times yeah. on this show um both uh smiley and another friend of the podcast Tankin have both left me behind um i am the sole sole person within our circle still playing this uh this mobile game but uh, still enjoying it so i've uh in the past, I guess what couple of weeks now it's been since you guys kind of dropped off the radar. Um, yeah, I left yeah. the guild we were in. I joined a different guild, um, a slightly more active guild. The guild we'd all been in um, was pretty casual. I think uh, Smiley Tank and I were probably the more active people in the guild, and that said no, a lot. With uh, Shy and Tankin uh, were the yeah. most active. Either, <laughs> yeah. I was, I was not. yeah. Um, I could but not you were more that. active than I think fifty percent of the guild, even That's with how hard inactive to you were. Um, <laughs> And so I think it's been cool, like joining another guild, um, being on the Discord. Um, people that really take this game super seriously. Like I thought, like kind of Tankin and I took it seriously, and then I joined the guild. And you know, just the level of of depth of knowledge they have on the different like character spells and their stats and and the research they do is pretty cool. So it's kind of kind of reinvigorated my interest in the game. Um, and actually, interestingly enough, tomorrow like there's a lot of stuff coming out. Even we're we're basically we're recording on a different night. So. Uh, you know, it's Tuesday night, and then Wednesday is the is the update day for War of the Visions. So tomorrow they're releasing that their tower. It's called, and it's like uh, uh, like it's like I mean, it's like a tower mode. <laughs> like in RP, a lot of RPGs have towers, um, you know, that you climb with a party or different things like that. And and what makes this tower interesting is that. Um, as you go through the tower, like any damage your characters take, any abilities they use, um, um, that's all um, consistent across floors or persistence. So basically, you know, if you use a bunch of abilities, to take a lot of damage in the first like floor or two, that, that carries over. And so it's a 20 floor tower. Um, and then it, you can your characters will reset i think and when it came out in japan it was like every two days and they get and it lasts two weeks so you have potentially like seven resets across the whole period of the tower and then there's a lot of good rewards as you go up as you clear different towers and so it's kind of the first time the game up till now has really been kind of focused on building maybe like one good team of like three to five people to clear content with and this is gonna be the first event that we'll be like well how many other characters do you have or that you've built up um, to do stuff, you know, clear content or kind of test, test with. So I don't know. I'm still really enjoying the game um, and uh, still playing, still playing some more of the visions. Right on. Well, that's,
1: that. that is good. I'm glad you're still, I'm glad you're still uh, going. I know sometimes it's hard when you're playing a game with friends and some of your friends leave. <laughs> Like that can be a real, that can be a real downer. And uh, I felt that's one of the reasons I stayed with it as long as I did is because I felt bad, like leaving you and Tankin because I know it's hard when when the people you're playing with leave, that's part of why you play. And uh, so I'm glad you were able to to find a group that kind of kept you, kept you going. It makes me feel a little bit less responsible. Um, All right, well, so we gave ourselves like a good 30 minutes for disc in the drive and we got to do one game each and shy got like two minutes. So (laughs) There's a there's a bigger Disc in the Drive episode coming. I'm just going to say that right now. But uh, we've got to roll out tonight. It's getting late. Um, and I want to give you, our listeners, an opportunity to contact us should you want to hear from us uh, or should you want us to hear from you. If you wanted to hear from us, the great way would be to send us some correspondence and we will try to write you back. So either way works. Um, We're on Twitter at Focus Target. We're on YouTube, Focus Target Podcast. You can do all those things they tell you to do on every YouTube video, like, subscribe, whatever. Uh, Presumably it helps us. Um, Email, Focus Target podcast at gmail.com we love email we'd love to hear from you um so thanks for being with us tonight i hope you enjoyed the first 50 episodes of the focus target podcast i hope that we can bring you at least 50 more so we can get to 100 uh and that my tease for uh, episode 100 extravaganza would not be for for nothing it would not be made in vain so uh until next time this is your host
2: smiley this is shy and Ben. as always covers porkins we're out